Hello and welcome to The Appetite, a podcast brought to you by Opal Food and Body Wisdom, an eating disorder clinic in Seattle, Washington. I'm your host, Carter Umhow, a therapist at Opal, an artist, and a writer. The Appetite is all about issues around food, body, sport, and mental health. My name is Ambika Singh, and I'm the CEO of Armoire. So we are at Armoire today with Ambika, and we are following up on last week's episode where we talked a little bit about style and how to think about style differently, particularly when you're recovering from an eating disorder. And as host, I am jumping in and actually will be styled today, very vulnerably changing up some things in my own sense of style. Um, So I'm going to be led by Ambika and Lexi in this. Congratulations. Thank you. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you. It's so fun to be here. And I'm also nervous. In and of itself, being in a room with clothes to try on and a dressing room with four other women is already kind of scary. (laughs) I normally do this alone. (laughs) We hope that it's a really positive experience because one of the things that we really focus on is how you feel in the clothes. And it sounds like already that's kind of a a similarity that we have. we hope that by taking away the need to really make the decision about whether you own this thing for the rest of your life and instead whether you're going to experience it tomorrow or someday this week, you kind of, we hope to lower sort of the anxiety that might normally go along with making a big purchase and figuring out the size and the style. And um, this is just about a, a fleeting experience, something that you put on the outside of your body, which has nothing to do with what's on the inside. So... There's something that's really exciting to hear you talk about it being a fleeting experience, but and because armoire is is rental based, subscription based, that's really unique because I've always bought something with, you know, I don't have a huge budget for clothes in my life too. So I'm buying something that I'm thinking like, okay, can I wear this all the time forever? (laughs) And this is low pressure to take a different risk. And and that the sizing issue is so wrapped up in that because whether you want to think about it at the time of purchase or not, it's implicitly built into that experience because when you say, I wanna be able to utilize this, which makes a lot of sense, you're you're investing in an asset, you wanna make sure that it works with you and that's just not practical. Our bodies change and our moods change and the seasons change and so instead of the clothes dictating to you um, how you look, we would like for you to be able to dictate to the clothes how you're going to look. <laughs> so. That sounds better. <laughs> and I love being here with you, Ampika, with this, having this expertise in the room of styling. Because um, we do so much talking about styling at Opal, but I am no expert in styling. Um, my thinking is more as a psychologist and how our re- what our relationship is like with clothing. And so often our relationship with clothing is based out of self-conscious emotions, mm-hmm. not a lot of shame is driving our clothing choices it feels like as women as, mm-hmm. as people um, so that the effort is more around covering up or mm-hmm. um, hiding in some way or hiding perceived flaws rather than making decisions based on who you are your identity your how it feels um, mm-hmm. how you want to communicate to others there's a lot of decisions being made, made from shame and so I love this idea of being here with Carter and um, 
sharing, um, giving her feedback along the way from a non-eating disordered, non-body shaming perspective, because mm-hmm. so often we're in dressing rooms, right? How many people have been in a dressing room where you're mm-hmm. anxious and you don't want to come out, you don't want anyone to see you because you're worried about what they're going to say mm-hmm. um, about your body or you know what your body looks like in a particular item. And so I love this just playing around with commenting from a de- coming from a different framework, coming from a different perspective altogether and how we talk about clothing with Carter today. It's really interesting that you said that because a lot of those words that you use are the words that we use to talk about how we built the technology. So the kind of philosophy behind how our algorithm works, which is quite different than a lot of styling algorithms, is that it's really driven by you. And the question that we're trying to solve is how do the clothes make you feel? So we don't take a zoomed out view where we look at your objective body, whatever that means, and try to uh, try to kind of like tell you according to the shape of it how you should dress. We ask you, how do you feel in that item? Does it make you feel happy? Then this item is really good for you. Does it not, does not making you feel great? It's not a good item for you. So we, in that way, built the tech as you being in the driver's seat. Um, and I think that's, it is really quite different because fashion has always said, and I think you guys know this better than I do, these body types or these skin colors or this hair color looks best with this. Says who? <laughs> you said that. <laughs> yeah. um, what, what really looks best is like when you have that smile, that's what looks best. Mm-hmm. So if whatever it is that you put on your exterior gives you the smile, then that's what looks best. So. I hope that that kind of gives you a little less anxiety for today, too. <laughs> the other thing I feel like we're doing today, because we talked last last um, week um, about Carter's, what Carter's up to with clothes these days, mm-hmm. and Carter is working on closing the gap between how she's dressing currently and who she feels like she is in clothing or who she would like to be. So we're working on closing the gap today, so playing around with some risk-taking. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I know. And so, Carter, you're so brave and awesome to do this with us. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what your what your hopes are for today? Yeah. Um, I think that so I've done a lot of retail therapy with clients before on a couple of different occasions at Opal. And retail therapy is when we've actually taken the clients out to the mall or to some sort of you know, shops to try on different clothes, try on new things. And then I've actually sat with clients in the dressing room and said like, okay, how do you see yourself in the mirror looking at that sweater all Mm -hmm. around your arms? You know, what do you feel? What do you think? Um, And so I've been able to do that with clients, but for myself, um, I don't think about clothes very much. Mm -hmm. I have some standards that I go to and I actually wore an outfit today that is very standard Carter. I'm wearing flats that are typically like a nude color, black skinny jeans. I'm wearing a t-shirt today, which is like a new thing. I don't normally wear, I didn't wear t-shirts. I've gotten a couple of them now and I wear them some. And then a leather jacket. And then I'm wearing a sweater that has some of my color palette that I like. So something that feels a little bit more autumnal, more natural colors. Um, Natural, I guess, meaning like you'd find them in a field? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, I think you can find a hot pink, but I'm not a hot pink person, I don't think. Um, yeah, and some like bold earrings and otherwise pretty simple. So 
I feel like I have a lot of clarity when I wake up on things that I will or won't wear. I don't have a huge closet, um, but it also means that I feel kind of bored and I feel like I'm not taking some of the risks in my life of actually saying like, I want to maybe try this or I want to feel more powerful in my clothes. I'm going to feel more of myself in my clothes. I feel like I'm sort of fading a little bit into the background. Um, I don't know if that's true to other people, but it feels that way to me at this moment, I think because I'm not paying very much attention. So I think for me today, it's like kind of about risk and getting out of my comfort zone about like what would feel like a normal clothing option. I think particularly in like a eating disorder clinic, I'm self-conscious sometimes about wearing something that's too flashy or wearing heels, even though maybe I'd want to, or I want to sort of fade back. And that's maybe not my personality the rest of the time. One thing we tell all of our clients is that that word you use, try, is really important because it, I hope, will reduce the anxiety of this isn't a, this is, it speaks nothing to who you are or where your path is going. This is about, Carter, do you want to try this for just for a couple minutes? Maybe it's a couple minutes, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's half a day, maybe it becomes two days, but it's just a try. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of maybe if you can shift your mental kind of model to that, um, then we can go through this experience with that as being your choice set. Do I want this to be on my body for a few minutes? Or maybe a little longer <laughs> than a few minutes? <laughs> and that's all the decisions you have to make today. That sounds great. <laughs> Something else, maybe a driving question for us today as you get styled is, do you feel powerful mm, in like this? That. Because that's something that you said you really want clothes to bring you is a sense of feeling your own power. Mm. And one thing we can try to do, um, this is an amazing thing that honestly m makes me love what we're doing at Armoire maybe more than anything else, is that clients have pointed out to us that the clothes are now infused with power already because they have, in most cases, been worn by a powerful woman before you and maybe a few other powerful women, and they've left their power in them, and now it's coming to you. Uh, and that it's kind of an incredible experience. Sometimes I put something on and I'm like, woo, <laughs> you know, because somebody had a powerful day in that and she lent that power to you through the, through the garment. So I really love that because I honestly, like I can get a little bit existential when it comes to purchasing things yeah. and I have a hard time buying something. I've definitely cried in Target a couple times and been like, why is all this stuff here? <laughs> you know, like I get really like intense about it. <laughs> and so sometimes I'll go and buy clothes and then I'll kind of convince myself out and be like, oh, I don't need this. Uh, it's just like a thing. It doesn't have any meaning. You know, yeah. I know kind of heady, but I love the idea instead of there being already a story in the clothing itself. So yeah. putting that story on my body rather than it just being like a thing that's mass produced that everybody has and I just put it in my closet and it wears out eventually. Very early in the business, this is where the insight came from. Somebody wrote in their feedback, I absolutely love this dress and I wanted to keep it, but then I thought I should pass the power of this dress on to somebody else, so I'm sending it back early. <laughs> so it really, it's in there. So you can feel it. <laughs> the other thing I think you're, you've told me that you're doing today that's risky is saying no to us if you don't like something. Oh, I like that. So too. you're saying you tend, you'll tend to, in the dressing room, you'll tend to be more passive and kind of go along with what everybody else seems to be saying about their experience of you in the clothes mm -hmm. rather than connecting to yourself as you have the clothes on. So I want us to be mindful of that as we 
as we go about our business. That'll be a hard one yeah. in some ways. I think that the excitement of being with people and feeling connected through something, that's often where I can get a little bit lost because I'm like, oh, this is so fun to say yes to this. And then I'll go home and I go, is that really me? You know, so thank you for being attentive to that with me. All right. Are we ready to get started? My name's Marie Caroline Moyer, and I'm in-house stylist. I do some other little things here, writing, and I do events. So, And I'm new to Armoire. I was a client first, so I have been here since August 6th. So I do in-person appointments, and everything you guys were discussing before is pretty familiar to me. Most women come in, and my first compliment will usually get deflected. Like, you have such lovely long legs, and their response is, no, I just have a disgustingly short torso. Something just you know, slightly body dysmorphic, very myopic. And that's the one part of their body they look at in every piece they try on. So I try to find ways to just kind of subvert that conversation completely, right? If it's someone who has trouble, um, let's say they perceive that their torso is too big for anything that's fitted on top, why would we even deal with anything that's fitted on top? Let's give you what you like, what you want, what makes you feel like you. Because it's not really what you're wearing as much as how you feel about what you're wearing, I think, that gives you that confidence walking down the street. So we have a little popover. It's just a fur vest. It's kind of shaggy and dove gray. It's extremely soft. It's kind of kittenish, actually. <laughs> and we pulled it because it was similar to something that Carter had selected online for her case, which is kind of a plushy white, I don't know how to describe it. It's styled somewhat like, I wouldn't say a letterman's jacket, but that's the closest I can come to at the moment, but with a big kind of shawl collar. I will say that when you are well-dressed, you have to get used to people looking at you, and things like this will make people look at you, and that makes clients a little shy. I am sympathetic to you saying that you're feeling like you're kind of fading a little bit and I think when I was teaching, I felt like I didn't get to dress the way I wanted because I had to look authoritative to the students. So I was wearing huge high heels, a lot of pencil skirts and button-down shirts, which is a look I love, but it's not my everyday. So what I would like to do is get you some things that feel like there may be a step up in whatever direction you're looking toward, but that are also still enough you that you don't feel like you're playing dress-up. And there's never any pressure to even try anything on in these sessions unless it appeals to you. But I will say that some of the best success we've had is when a client, and this was true for myself too, tried something on that they wouldn't try on normally, maybe wouldn't even pull off the rack. Sometimes just like the fit can surprise you, the fabric, just how you feel in it. So open mind, but don't have to be a pushover by any means, and that's never what we're trying to do. And the great thing about my job, what I love, besides the fact that I get to play dress up for a living, after 10 years of grading way too many essays, is that I don't have to sell anything. You know, all I have to do is make you happy. I mean, you're a subscriber, so you come here, and I'm trying to give you exactly what you want and need for however long you want or need it. Okay, I don't even know where to start. Do you want to start, I feel start like... with what you selected, if you'd like? Okay. Does that sound good? Yes, it does. Don't worry, this is too... It's bad. a little weird to be naked and right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally naked, but it's happening. Let's see. 
perfect. It's not even too long. No, it actually it's fits totally without perfect. the the pockets are a little pockets bit long. This is long. really fun. The reason why I really wanted to try a jumpsuit and why I had this in mind, it's just kind of crazy that I'm wearing one right now, is that it feels like um, way more comfortable in a lot of ways and then also polished and also feels like something that can be a bit dressed up without being ultra feminine. I feel like sometimes if I'm wearing something that's like a pretty dress, that doesn't feel quite like the way that I feel most of myself. That feels like not me. So I love wearing something that feels like pants and slinky and I feel, um, I feel good. I think Ooh, so. Yeah. I think Ooh, so. I like that. <laughs> Would you like to try it with this jacket? I love this jacket. This is one that I saw online, and it's the one that you were referring to earlier as kind of like a letterman. I almost feel like it's also a little bit like a motorcycle jacket mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah, white with black trim, and I love it. It feels like fluffy, and it feels like a little bit too fluffy on my actual body, though. Um, like kind of boxier. So I can imagine maybe wearing this with like a really simple outfit but probably not with a silk jumpsuit. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel a little bit more costumey. But I probably- Carter saying no? I think I said no. I think I said no. Being able to say no in the dressing room is just as important as it is saying yes, because that means you know what doesn't make you feel good, which yes. is okay. super important. What's so interesting about um, watching Carter in these two items, how she, how she carried herself was very different. Like I, I could tell she wasn't in digging the fleece with the jumper because of how she didn't have the same badass kind of look. Most women feel with the faux fur in general, um, it's a little, there's a period of, an, of adjustment. I think you have to adjust to the silhouette. And I know that when I put my, I have, I actually have a jacket like this and it makes my shoulders about three inch which is broader, I think, on each side, right? And I feel and look like a Yeti, but I really get into it after a point, and I do feel actually quite powerful, like big and tall and strong, um, which nothing else makes me feel like. But I used to be super self-conscious about my shoulders and wearing anything big, any shoulder pads, any structured shoulders. And I actually learned from Beyonce that it's a really, what I mean, what didn't I learn from Beyonce? But um, one thing that I learned is that as you were saying, like wearing a furry cropped piece like this with something really simple and skinny on the bottom gives you a really powerful feeling silhouette of being kind of strong and upright. And and it was what you said, Lexi, too, is so interesting. Once you put this on, you kind of like shrunk down a little bit, like you didn't like your image in the mirror, but you were, you're still exactly you. So these have such a profound effect that it's good that you're seeing and you know what you like, and the things that you're trying on are things that you chose yourself, not the rest are what I chose for you. So the fact, I think that you're being a little hard on yourself when you say that you feel like you're fading out. I think you're actually on an up-ramp right now. <laughs> an entry point, you know, where you're getting into some cool, furry, silky stuff. <laughs> I love that. I think that a lot of times, um, women will just want to find something that makes them as small as possible. So like with the furry Yeti vest, I've actually got a big fur vest as well. And 
I, I love that it makes me feel sort of animal, like <laughs> in a way. And yet there's something about like just deciding like, okay, I have this fabric on my body, but it doesn't mean that I'm larger suddenly. I think that a lot of people would maybe translate that just as quickly. Yeah, I mean, it just seems that's the guiding question that people bring into the dressing room is, do I look thinner in this or not? And rather than how do I feel? And is this me? And am I communicating who I am to the world on this given day in the way that I would like to? That's, it's so interesting that you said, uh, do I look thinner? Because that is the what we're taught in the beginning is what should be the central paradigm. And I, I can say honestly, after being in this business for two years, I, I almost never think about, do I look thin? I think about... Do I look fierce? Do I look unique? Do I look rad? Like it just gives you opportunity to have more vocabulary around how you look, because thin is so boring, frankly. <laughs> just one dimension. Come on out. <laughs> Woo! Girl. Wow. I know, right? Wow. I like this dress. I feel like. Um, yeah, it's it's tighter than I would normally wear. Um, it's bluer than I would normally wear, and I really like it. How do you feel in it? I, I'm honestly, it's like another interesting experience of feeling a little bit confused okay. in a way, which is a, sort of an interesting reaction that I keep having. Um, I think maybe that's a sign that I'm typically wearing the exact same things. I'm like, oh, I. I know what that's going to feel like, and I'll put it on my body and then just buy it. So um, sort of adjusting. I, I like, I love how it's tiered. It's kind of this like cerulean blue with some ruffles around the waist and the ruffles kind of at the thigh and arm. And I don't think I would normally decide that ruffles around the waist were the best idea. And they are really fun. I think you're feeling confused because everything you're trying on, maybe it's because of the style profile, it fits you perfectly, but and you're maybe not used to things that you wouldn't normally try on fitting you well. As you say, you pick things that you know how they're going to fit, and these are surprising you each time. Yeah. But I think it looks lovely on you. It has to feel awesome, though. Yeah. Unless you look, on the other hand, well, I only need to wear it at night or once. Mm -hmm. Then and go ahead and go for it, right? Our reaction was pretty big as you walked out and so I'm wondering how that's influencing your experience of the item yeah I, I wonder if I was alone what I would be thinking um, I think I would I I like it I, I am curious about that too because it's tight and then everyone was so excited so I'm like oh I feel self-conscious having so much attention both because it's tight and then also because people were loving it. So I, it is encouraging actually too, to sort of imagine, oh, I could maybe go somewhere and feel like I'm trying something different, but it still feels like me. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm honestly curious how others saw it. I think you, you had said you feel like you're, you're fading out with style mm -hmm. and now seeing you in these more, these different pieces kind of that resonates more because I'm seeing you just you're just um, I feel like you're you're coming out of in, into yourself or something as I see you in these different items I don't know if it's feeling like resonant to who you are though yeah. but to as an outsider I just feel like it's a really beautiful um, process yeah 
and enjoy you see joy in your face as you're as you're playing around with it too it's neat yeah i for like big events or something i typically will go kind of crazy and then day to day it's really boring so i think that in this experience i'm sort of trying to figure out who i am between those two spaces mm -hmm. so and i i feel like i'm trying on some things that feel like they fit in that space which is fun mm -hmm. If something comes into your closet and you don't wear it, that is totally okay too. Mm. That's been super liberating for me and I hope it is for you because when you buy something, at least for me, I feel compelled to yeah. wear it. But maybe today you tried on something while you were here and it made you feel great. And when you get home, it's not making you feel great anymore. And you can just mail it back to me mm -hmm. and I'll send you something that makes you feel great. So be, be easy on yourself here and there. And every morning when you get up or. I love that. I love the permission that that gives to be able to try so many different things. How do you feel like your style has changed since starting Armour? That's a great question. I think I'm somewhat unrecognizable, actually. My pre and post Armour self. Uh, I grew up in tech and I was very often the only woman and it was important for me to be valued for my work and my brain. Um, and I think it was, as a result, I overcompensated on my appearance, which was to be as uh, unnoticeable as possible from an appearance perspective. And I think as I've gotten older and because I have armoire, I've been able to look at myself and realize that it's not about what other people think or how they perceive my appearance. It's about how I feel about myself. And so I've tried to really embrace that because it's awesome. And now I feel like the same way that I love to try new foods and I like to meet new people and I like going to new places. I also like having these different feelings about my exterior self. And the word armoire has the same root as the word armor. And that's been something that has been really important for me to understand and think about because armor is a concept that has been with the civilizations for a long time. And we wear war paint and we get ourselves ready for the day um, or the battle or however you're viewing your day. Sometimes my day is a battle. <laughs> uh, and we get strong in the morning and we put on all that stuff on the exterior that we need to keep the inside self protected and this is my armor and sometimes it's soft and feminine and sometimes it's furry <laughs> and fierce <laughs> and it's really about how I feel in that moment in the morning and it projects out through me so it's been a really fun thing for me. I love that that just feels like exactly what I would hope for style to be and I think really resonates that idea of armor. So I'm taking that with me for sure today because I feel like I'm trying on some new things that do allow me to feel a little bit bolder. And I don't know, thinking again about sort of being clothed in these actual garments that other people have worn as well, other women have worn and had that attitude, it, it adds to the armor feeling to me. I'm really glad to hear that yeah. because the other thing that's interesting is you think about armor, it's protecting that body. Mm -hmm. And we all only have one body and thinking about how instead of it being something that we're fighting against, it's such a treasure and it's our responsibility to protect that physical body. So I think that's another thing that makes me 
in this journey of having a relationship with our bodies over time, if we can try to think about it that way as something that is really, it's, it's a gift and it's something that uh, we have to protect. So stop fighting against it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having us and hosting us here. It's so fun to get to, get to learn from you about style and really just to get to try so much on and get Good. sort of this coaching. I love it. Mm-hmm.